Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. We're talking about our identity, our sense of self, and that includes our sense of our past self, our current self, and our future selves. And to do this, we've been talking about the prefrontal cortex of our brain. And by understanding the subdivisions, we can better see the network that is involved in both planning for the future and recalling the past. You might have heard of the hippocampus. But that's a brain structure central to our memory formation, and it can track moments as sequential events in time. In the past, researchers have found that manipulating the activity of the hippocampus can alter your creative and future imagining, which suggests that the brain structure that also supports our memory is crucial in imagining the future. So what does this mean? What do I get from this? Well, in my experience, I've considered my brain to be a pretty reliable device, especially when it comes to making memories. We experience something and then we file away that experience in our memories. It feels dispassionate. It feels accurate. It feels unimportant. But a lot of scholars are starting to characterize our memory as a form of imagination. This makes a lot of sense to me. Being able to think about the future is a vital component to being human. Not to say other species don't plan for the future or anticipate or think about their future selves, but in particular, when we consider human evolution, it's fairly obvious that being able to imagine the future has been a significant reason on why we've made any progress at all. Language could not be developed without it. We wouldn't plant trees or build roads or cities if we couldn't imagine a better future. So fostering our imagination is such an important part of being a human who feels free 
free to experience and go beyond what actually happens and has happened and can actually create a new future, a new possibility, a new potential. But in the past, when we think about memory, we constrain memory to what has been experienced, to what has happened, to what was real. But now I want to start characterizing my remembering and my memory as another sort of imagining that was, yes, controlled by the past and reality, but because it was perceived by my human perspective, it doesn't have to be the complete story. And by that logic, it doesn't have to completely dictate my future story. What I'm saying is, I think I so heavily identify with my behaviors and my decisions of the past because of the invested time, the invested effort. That's who I am. It's how I identify. It's how I think. And how many people do we know that we've made excuses for? Because we're like, eh, that's just Steve. Steve's like that. We just let Steve slide. But Steve is just Steve because he's never considered that he could be anything else. So let's consider for a minute that it's not just what we remember, but how we remember it. When we reflect and re-experience our past as our own, it does create a boundary and constrains how our personal experience actually appears in that memory. And this isn't to say a subjective experience isn't worth remembering. It's just to say every memory is a subjective one. And because of that, it means we're limiting ourselves. Freedom comes from nuance, from new perspectives, from understanding that the world is not black and white. Because in that gray area is where we can use our imaginations, get creative, and actually create new solutions and new systems. And it reminds me of different perspectives in writing. Sometimes we have a narrator who's omnipresent, who knows all and speaks of everyone by their name and is dictating the story as it is. They are other. They are the observer. And then there's the us, the self, the first person. This is from inside my perspective, my body. Typically, I'm seeing the world from a viewpoint that's been dictated by my past. And more importantly, my current self-concept. And what's amazing about the human brain is that it's capable of all of the perspectives. And it can jump in and out at any time. So when I tell you it's important to get curious and become an investigator of the world around you, sometimes that's going to mean the internal world too. Ask yourself questions so you can discover new perspectives. Let's do an experiment. Imagine you're running on a beach and you're hauling ass as fast as your body can go. Now, some of us probably reached into real memories that we've had from running on a beach. Some of us may have imagined a beach from a commercial and slept ourselves in their imagination Photoshop style. But what I want to check in on is your perspective. Did it feel like you were the one observing the scene from an external viewpoint, like a movie? Or were you the one running? Was the perspective from your own point of view, your own eyes? Or were you some combination of the two? My imagination tends to flop back and forth, where I feel both like an observer and I'm inside it. But if you go back to that memory, you might be able to swap your perspective. You might be able to be in the ocean seeing someone running on the beach, or yourself running on the beach from a bird's eye view, or from a faraway cliff. The point is, a lot of our self-actualization, 
our self-identity and our self-concept is rooted in the way that we imagine. It's rooted in the way that we think. It's rooted in the way that we remember. But our memories, our thoughts, and our imaginations are malleable. They're changeable. And I'm sure we've all known this about our imagination, for sure. We're a lot more flexible. We don't need as much psychological continuity to imagine ourselves doing crazy shit. But if you can unbuckle yourself from the constraints of thinking about your memories as unbiased, factual reality, you'll be able to see how much diverse perspective you were missing from those real memories that you had rooted your identity so deeply into. I guess what I'm trying to say is, We so often identify with how we reacted to things in the past and how we consider ourselves to have always been. But there's a lot of room for movement if we remember that our brain is an imagination machine, which means that in order to remember who we were and identify with that, we have to imagine it. So if we can learn to incorporate flexibility, which is a key component of imagination, into the way we remember our past... Not in a way that's delusional or misremembering on purpose, but that's just more expansive and understanding and open to the reality that there might have been different ways to look at it. And that will give us freedom to stop looking at ourselves as the person who's rooted in the way we've been looking at ourselves. I suppose in the simplest terms, I'm trying to say you don't have to do things the way you've always done things just because it's the way you've always done things. And so, yeah, change is hard when we're moving forward and trying to uproot everything. But when we consider that our memories of our past self aren't as fixed as we thought they were, that change becomes a lot easier to address. And again, this is not rejecting the idea that the memory is accurate. It's just saying to embrace more flexibility when reflecting on the history of yourself. And though our memory and our imagination are very different, we can learn to appreciate and highlight the ways in which they're the same. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Also, if you haven't rated the show five stars and put a little review on Apple, please do so. It helps get the word out to other people, and it helps advertisers find me so I can continue doing this as a job. And until this podcast does its final boss, which is uprooting capitalism and creating a new better system, that's unfortunately par for the course. Anyway, uh, if you haven't done so, I'd love that. If you ever want to reach out, please do so. If you want to subscribe on Patreon, you can also do that. You can find all this info and more at makeyourdambedpodcast.com or you can DM me at mydbpodcast on Instagram or mydbpodcast at gmail.com. All right, I'm really leaving you this time. Goodbye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.